so there goes the story of production of innovation type of uh, meat product from lab or you want to call it uh, synthetic or you want to call it the future food is it coming our way yes but the trend is just like what happened to the vegetarian restaurant 30 40 50 years ago i challenge you to go out to the chinese area and see how many vegetarian restaurants there are now in malaysia or in many parts of the world it has dwindled by almost more than 50 60 percent why because they found out that the vegetarian restaurant and vegetarian food stuff are based on a lot of food additive that has not been tested that have not gone through a strict regime to test for carcinogenicity to test for toxicity and as a result it died a natural death so not many vegetarian restaurants are in existence and is not very popular even among my Chinese friends. This is important for you all to know that there is a hidden agenda that is not seen in the world of vegetable protein and also the new lab protein or cultured protein that is making a uh, a brand that is a trend that is coming i am not worried about that at all because it is only pleasing the one or two or three percent of the people that just want to show that we can afford this and we are green people we are not producing the gas emission like uh, crazy like you have to have something like uh, we are slaughtering for example 200 million cattle a day over the this is this is actually uh the speech by somebody by the indian uh microbiologist umma valati of upside food 200 million animals are slaughtered to get something like uh, 1.5 or 2 million uh, let me for to get only about 30 percent of the product in form of meat and the resulting uh, gas emission and uh, carbon print or footprint are all going haywire and that is the reason for them to do cultured meat i think there is no problem there i i have yet to see whether it's going to be halal so far i think uh, usim should take steps in the right direction to see the development of this and working with our world-renowned uh, Jakim uh, standards and specification in alliance with uh, other uh, Muslim countries to see whether there is a need to go to the extent of certifying halal lab meat. You want my answer now? That is not necessary for Malaysia at least. And for me, as a scientist looking into the future food, I am more interested to see that we disband and disintegrate the accumulation of huge slaughterhouses in Texas, in Australia, where they kill one million cattle in one uh, slaughterhouse and you round it up to about 
what they say 200 million i still have to figure out how they got this but it's just some people talk but it may be true germany all the western countries and figure out they are actually the biggest polluter of this world in terms of gas emission so i suggest yes the innovation of lab food would be a solution but to me it is going to satisfy only about less than five percent of the world population the rest will not be able to afford something that's going to cost about one thousand us dollars a kilo versus uh, if you make uh, something uh, that is based on plant, it will be only about five US dollars per kilo. These are figures that uh, was quoted by some of these uh, experts to justify their lab culture, and they say they can can come down to that kind of price. But I'm in favor of this integrating the big farm into small farms and go back to. 100 years behind a typical farmer in Nebraska or in Rambau that have a few cattle, that have a few chicken, that have some fish and vegetable, and I think there will be less pollution and the whole country should not worry about this gas emission if we can get rid of the real culprit. And that is the huge slaughterhouse and meat producing countries, especially the United States of America. I would like to just sum up a few things. And number one, there is no worry about halal status as long as we are in line to check and make sure that everything that goes into this cultured meat as well as 3D printing will meet the requirement or uh, the basic tenets and specification for halal enough for what Jakin has. Do I agree to this uh, new type of food? We have to see and taste. Many people say taste. I have not tasted but I can tell you 40 years ago I tasted the American Soybean Association food exhibition in Singapore that luncheon meat of chicken at that time Okay, there was Hayakim was not even in the picture at that time. Of course, I being a meat scientist, I declare here, I took the sample exhibition and taste. It was nice chicken luncheon meat. And then this is, uh, they were only concentrating on chicken because beef was more complicated to do, and they managed to get the chicken flavor and make it into a lock, and the uh, pre emulsion, they have uh, put it all together. And then they have sliced it and beautiful slices of meat analog called chicken uh, luncheon meat were produced and people were enjoying it 40, 50 years ago. And that is the story actually of meat replacing uh, protein coming from soya. And now maybe we can look into chickpea that many people have claimed. And that Singapore have come out very close to us. But I don't know whether the Majlis Agama Islam of Singapore has given the blessing for forever burger or whatever burger they have uh, coming out to be halal or not. I don't see it coming into Malaysia there may be already some that I saw in the supermarket, and, but I can rest assure you 
they are not selling well except to some people who feel it trendy to be there. So to wrap it up, I see that this podcast is one way street and I hope I'll be able to come back again in uh, a year's time or more to go into the process of looking where this cultured meat and 3D printing is heading. So I stress the young lecturers of not only USIM but universities like UKM, UPM and others of interest in this uh, cultured product to come out with some things that are much cheaper or don't worry about it but be in the know and go ahead and enjoy our vegetarian type of food minus all the ingredients and the food additive that are questionable in terms of uh, halal because most of the food additives are coming from overseas. We don't know head and tail about this, okay? So I think I will stop here for today. And uh, thank you, Osim and this podcast division for allowing me to express uh, my experience for the last 48 years in the area of meat science and technology. Thank you very much. Wassalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.